Well, after seven years of no playoff action for the Purple and Gold, that all changed tonight. Unfortunately, it was a loss. First game against the Portland Trailblazers. Lakers lose 100-93. to We're going to break all this down because it was an exciting game, but there are some obvious holes and some obvious things that the Lakers need to address if they want to get out of this series with a win. Now, who better than to help me break this all down than the one, the only, Laker Dad. Dad, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm sure you're in the same boat, but my voice hurts, my ears hurt, my head hurts from just screaming. You've been screaming in my ear this whole game, so I'm a little beat up. But how are you feeling after this Lakers loss, unfortunately, in game one? Well, I'm disappointed, Hannah. I'm sure all Laker fans are disappointed. Uh, the Lakers played pretty similar to what we saw in the bubble a lot of times tonight. And, um, you know, if I had to signal out two players who really disappointed me tonight, the first would be Anthony Davis and then KCP. I, I don't even know why he's out there, to be honest with you. Yeah, AD really did struggle from the floor. You know, he did end up with 28 points, but... He shot, I think it was 9 for 24 from the floor. 8 for 24 from the floor. So definitely nothing to be happy about there. Most of his points came from the free throw line in that second quarter. I mean, he was on the free throw line the entire quarter, it seemed like. And KCP again, just, I mean, in my opinion, he's useless. Come on, the guy has one point and 0 for 9 from the floor. Put him on the bench. Put Caruso in the starting lineup because to me, I think this has been the telltale story the entire time in the bubble. This starting lineup is just absolutely not working. We need a replacement in there. I think maybe Alex Caruso needs to start instead of KCP because clearly KCP is not going to do anything. But I think it's very clear the main thing that I'm seeing is that this starting lineup, it ain't it. Yeah, I mean, it's been this way uh, since the Lakers restarted their season. Uh, this was another disaster. The first quarter tonight, they got off to a very poor start, fell behind very quickly and, and deeply. And uh, it was a testament that they were able to come back. And then the third quarter was another disaster. Starting there, they didn't. I don't think they scored a basket the first uh, five or six minutes of the quarter. You, you just can't keep doing it. The co- coach is just going to have to make an adjustment. So what we've been saying all along is we think that Alex Caruso should get in there with the start. I actually thought that Alex Caruso did a pretty darn good job guarding Damian Lillard. I mean, he started going off again in that fourth quarter when KCP was on him. It seemed like he did most of his damage when KCP was guarding him. So, I mean, personally for me, you're looking at that starting lineup. I think we just put Alex Caruso in there. But, I mean, Dad, do you agree with me? You know, I, I, when you look at Caruso's stat line, it, it doesn't show much. But every time he's in there, things happen. He, you know, he, he's diving for the ball. He's getting steals. You know, he just, they just play better with him on the court. And I think the same it's been lately with Kuzma as well. You know, the, the best lineup clearly is, is LeBron, uh, AD, Caruso, and, uh, and Kuzma. And, you know, you can maybe have Dwight out there. Maybe you can have uh, Markeith Morris uh, but uh, I, I don't know. They got to do something because that starting lineup is just—it hasn't worked all bubble, and it's not working now in the playoffs. And one of the other things that's also just been the big sign, you know, the big problem with the Lakers in the bubble is their three-point shooting. Tonight they only shot 16% from three. There was for most of the game they were 13% from three. I mean, 
I think you can never win a ball game shooting 13% from three-point range. I mean, Dad, I, I think it goes to say that if me, you, and Grandma Birdie were out there on the court, I think we could get 13% from three. Yeah, I, I just think really it's just more of what we've seen uh, since the season restarted for the Lakers. They, they just don't hit those outside shots. And, uh, you know, you just can't win shooting that poorly. And, and by the way, there were so many fouls in this game tonight. The only re- redeeming quality here is that Portland was fouling the Lakers almost as much as the Lakers were fouling Portland. But, you know, it's it's just ridiculous, all those fouls. you got to defend without fouling. Yeah, and that was one of our major keys to the game. And then there was a period, I think it was the second quarter, yeah. where it was every possession there was a whistle. And that's so frustrating, not only for the fans watching, but I'm sure for the players, because it takes all of the momentum out of the game. And so many of those fouls were just tic-tac fouls. The, the refs need to take the whistles out of their mouth for a second and let them play. This is the playoffs, for God's sakes. You know, this is a game, it hurts, because the Lakers could have easily won this game. They were up by six points after Kuzma made that driving layup, uh, you know, with a few minutes left in the game. And then uh, we allowed them to get two threes in a row and then another basket, and we we lost the lead, and and that was pretty much it. But, uh, you know, there there were some positives. I mean, uh, LeBron played well, I think, very well. And, uh, you know, but uh, it, it just, AD... All those shots, they just weren't falling, and it was it was a disaster. And then, as I said, KCP, uh, you know, I don't even know what he's doing out there. 0 for 9 from the field, and, and you know, it's not like his defense is interstellar, so uh, I don't know. KCP is my least favorite player ever, so I don't even think I should say anything I just I do not like him. I think he's absolutely useless, but LeBron played really well tonight. He had another triple-double, his 24th of his career in the playoffs, so he played really well, but that wasn't what I was nervous about. I was, I said, I mean, I mean, I know LeBron's going to do what LeBron's going to do. He's King James. It's The Lakers are going to go so far as Anthony Davis is going to take them, and unfortunately tonight, Anthony Davis struggled shooting, and that just can't happen. Yeah, Portland, Portland did not play their best game tonight. I mean, they only scored 100 points. Now, that's like a miracle because Portland's been scoring 140 points a game, and we held them to 100 points. Again, there were some good things about the game, and, you know, we really could have won this game, which is why it hurts a lot. I also thought Markeith Morris looked pretty good. I mean, there were some guys who looked pretty good, but on the whole, it's just uh, not good enough, and especially at key moments, uh, we just, you know, at key moments, we fell apart. Exactly. There were some moments there where our defense looked really good, and kind of like I told you a bunch of times during the game we were talking about it, you know, that's what's so frustrating is the Lakers, especially in the bubble, you know, they've had moments where they've done really well, they've gone on these runs, they've played really good defense, and they've shown those flashes of the team that we were used to seeing in the season, but unfortunately, and I think a big part of it is their shooting they just can't keep it together. And that's what you just said. You know, in that fourth quarter, it seemed like the Lakers were going to be able to get away with the win. They had a nice six-point lead. And then Damian Lillard, who's unstoppable, by the way, I think he's the best player in the NBA. Maybe no one agrees with me and they think I'm crazy, but he pulls up from three at like the half-court mark, and it looks as easy as if it was a layup for him. It's just unbelievable. I've never seen a player like him in my entire life. He's been my favorite player in the league. I'm sorry, Laker fam. I've he's been my favorite player in the league since I saw him his rookie season play against Kobe in Portland when those two had that amazing game and went at it. He's just he's not a real person. He's an unbelievable player, and I just I've never seen anything like it in my life. You know, th- this is there's a few things to keep in mind here. Uh, first of all, this is the same Portland team that went to the Western Conference Finals last year. Now I know they didn't have a great 
regular season. But that's in large part because Nurkic, their great center, uh, was injured all year and didn't play. Uh, they had some other injuries, guys in and out of the lineup. And then they picked up Carl Mel Anthony in midseason, and he turned out to be really, really good for them. You know, um, so th- this is this is not an eighth seed team. They're going to be tough, and you know, if the Lakers are going to beat these guys, they're going to have to really play their very best. And as I said, they had a chance tonight. This is a game they let slip away. They were sloppy and lazy at, at key moments with the game on the line. And you know, they kept trying to challenge Whiteside towards the end, and he kept blocking their shots. Again, they didn't play a very smart game at, at key points. Well, speaking of sloppy t- times when it mattered most, AD and LeBron went to the free throw line and missed four in a row. Yeah, that, that was that was I the mean, key, right? When that happened, we looked at each other and we said, that's the game. That's just the game. Because when your two superstars miss four free throws in a row, you're just not going to win the game. That's <laughs> right. You're right. Right there, Hannah, we knew that was it, that you can't win. You know, if if they had fouled uh, Lillard and McCollum, if we had fouled them and they went to the line, I guarantee you they would have made all four free throws. So Speaking of McCollum, this is a guy who is playing with a fractured back. I think I'm speaking for everyone when I would say, what kind of pain medication is this guy on? Because I would like some. He doesn't look like he's playing with a fractured back to you. He I, looked pretty good to me tonight. I, I don't know. That doesn't really make any sense. He's he's uh, he's playing fine. He looks good, and he doesn't look like he's laboring at all. You know, you know, he he had a quiet first half, but he really caught fire in the third quarter. Um, you know, again, they, these guys are a really good team, uh, Portland. And uh, the Lakers' guards are just so weak on on the on the whole collectively as a group. They just are not great. They don't, you know, you get very little points, you know, production from them. And uh, with Avery Bradley not there, you know, the defense is is uh, okay, but you know, it, there's no lockdown defender among the guards. I wonder if Avery Bradley likes Rice Krispie treats or like brownies because. Hannah's bitch in kitchen. I'm willing to make him whatever he wants. He's just got to get to the bubble. No, no, no. You, you know he can't. I he know. Can't. Okay, I know. But we can dream because Avery no. Bradley on he the would, Lakers. He wouldn't be allowed to. Even if he wanted to, he wouldn't be allowed to come in now. Pish posh. If LeBron wants him. No, no, no. The league wouldn't let him. I, okay, okay. Well, regardless, it's so frustrating because if Avery Bradley were here, I know people are saying Avery Bradley, oh, he's not that good. But it's very clear he obviously had a much bigger role with this team then we all realized, and obviously, too, I mean, he would be the perfect guy to be guarding Damian Lillard. So it really is frustrating that he's not there. But in terms of the guards right now, because obviously that's probably our biggest struggle, what can we do to get them to start knocking down some shots, if you, anything? You know, again, I, I see no reason to be playing KCP right now. He has absolutely no offensive game going at all, and he hasn't since the entire time that they came and restarted the season. And in addition to that, um, you know, he, he's just not a, he's not that great a defender. He, he's not the defender that Magic Johnson led us to believe, you know, you know, when, when KCP was first signed. So, uh, you know, I just don't see it. I, I'm just wondering if Dion Waiters, you know, maybe should get a crack. Yeah, why didn't Dion Waiter? He barely played today. He only played a couple minutes. Yeah, I, I, I you know... Um, the coach likes KCP, you know, and they had some success earlier in the season when Bradley was out with KCP, but it's just, this is a different time, and, uh, you know, uh, I, I think he's going to have to switch it up. I, I just, I don't think they can keep this starting lineup intact. It, it won't work. 
I mean, that's for sure. Now, the other big storyline of the day is the fact that the Milwaukee Bucks also lost to the Orlando Magic. So now we have the number one team in the East and the number one team just in the entire NBA losing the first game. And we have the Lakers, the number one Western Conference team, losing. So what's going on? I mean, we said this from day one. You know, a lot of people just assumed this is just a continuation of the season because technically it is. But when you look at this, you know, Four months without basketball, it's an entirely different season and it's an entirely different circumstances. Circumstances that, you know, a lot of these players, they need their home crowd to really kind of get them motivated, get them going. And it's a completely different season. And we knew from day one that there could really be some surprises. And we're definitely seeing that so far. Yeah, you know, Hannah, you and I discussed this as the season was getting ready to restart that you know, after a four or four and a half month layoff, it, it really is a, a, a whole new ball game, a whole new season. And you and I discussed, we predicted that in fact, there were gonna be some surprises, you know, when the playoffs started. Uh, you know, uh, the way you played back in, uh, you know, February or March is not necessarily the way you're gonna play later in the year. So, yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen here. I, I think, you know, I'm not gonna get too, uh, too down or too depressed. It was one game. You know, uh, teams come back all the time, and I expect the Lakers to be ready to play the next game. But again, uh, I I think there's just a couple of things you can look at. Number one, they're not going to win if they can't knock down three-point shots. They don't have to be the best three-point shooting team in the league, but they can't do what they did tonight. If they could just get to 25% from three-point range, they would have won this game. They they can't do what they did tonight, or they're going to lose, and it doesn't matter who's on the team. The other thing is they got to make their free throws, especially at key moments of the game. When Anthony Davis and LeBron James missed four consecutive free throws in the fourth quarter, you know, that's it. I mean, we all know basketball well enough to know that you just don't come back for something like this, not in a playoff game, not against this team. So looking forward to game two, because game two is Thursday, six o'clock. If you're Coach Frank Vogel, what the heck are you doing? Because I know the first thing that I'm doing is I'm switching up that starting lineup. I'm putting Caruso in for KCP. I'm playing Dion Waiters more because KCP, like we both said, is useless. But what are you doing? How can we come back and beat the Blazers? Because again, like we said in the beginning, you know, this wasn't a night where the Blazers even necessarily played their best basketball, which is what's a little scary. Yeah, I agree with you. Again, this, I'll say it one last time, this was a winnable game for the Lakers, which is why it's especially disappointing that they didn't win. Um, you know, uh, look, if the Lakers play their best basketball, we just have to have confidence and faith that they're going to be okay. But you can't do these things. You can't, you know, foul every time down the court. You can't miss your free throws. Um, you know, you, you can't throw the ball away. Uh, you can't shoot, you know, four for 100 from, from three-point range. you you got to make those shots. So it's little things, but the Lakers will either be able to do it, in which case I'm sure they'll be fine. And if they can't, then, you know, they're not going to get very far. And that's the the problem is the Lakers, you know, during the, the bubble, the regular seeding games had the fourth worst shooting percentage tonight. We saw they only shot 35% from the floor just in general. Again, we said that 16% from three. So I think the biggest key is we've got to find someone who can consistently knock down that perimeter shot. And something that's a little bit concerning to me is because that was the Lakers Achilles heel just in general this entire season before the lockdown. They weren't a great shooting team, but now we're releasing. They were still able to get it done because... 
AD, you know, was playing well, LeBron, and their defense was so good. But, you know, now we're seeing it really kind of come back to haunt them. You know, again, Hannah, I'm going to go back to what you said. You've been saying for quite a while that the Lakers are going to go as far as Anthony Davis takes them. And tonight, again, uh, you know, he scored 28 points, but he had to take 24 shots to do it. You know, he missed at key moments. He missed quite a few free throws. He took a lot of free throws tonight, but he missed quite a few as well. He he just, you know, he wasn't dominant on the defensive end. He had some good moments, but, you know, he's going to have to play better. He just has to. Okay, so real quick before we end here tonight, let's do an MVP of the game for the Lakers. We don't want to do the Blazers. Obviously, Damian Lillard. Who was your MVP tonight? Well, I don't think there's any question that LeBron LeBron was the MVP. He had a triple-double. He had a good game. He had a very good, solid game. I agree with that. And I'm also going to say Alex Caruso because I also felt like Alex Caruso did a lot of things that don't necessarily show up on the stat sheet. But whenever we went on our runs, we ever whenever we started playing with a lot of energy, whenever we started getting the lead, it was all seems to be little things that Alex Caruso was doing to get us there. So I agree LeBron, obvious MVP, but I think Caruso – is that, you know, second runner-up for MVP. I just don't know what to say. And his, again, his stats don't look like anything. I can't even, again, I know he had that one great dunk tonight. I can't remember if he scored another point. But he always seemed to be around the ball on the defensive end. He played solid defense. He's always diving for the ball. He always comes up. If there's a ball loose on the floor, he comes up with it. And just to round out, what are some three key takeaways from tonight's game? If you had to say any... What are the three main takeaways? Well, number one, that the starting lineup needs to change. We can't, we, you know, we can't go one more game with this starting lineup. Um, number two, uh, I think we have to be able to defend without fouling every single time. The, these, this Portland team is too good a free throw shooting team. And then um, number three, either we're going to knock down our shots or we're not going to win the series. Those were pretty much my exact threes. I was going to say we got to find someone to consistently knock down those perimeter shots. So that's going to be it. Game one, Lakers lose 193. Definitely disappointing. But you guys, it's okay because the Bucks lost it today. And you know, also, like we've all said, this is just the first game of a what could be a seven-game series. So we all just have to relax. I know us Laker fans are all getting a little nervous, um, a little stressed. Very disappointing, of course. But we're back at it again on Thursday, Game 2. And I'm expecting the Lakers to come out and get the win Game 2. What about you? I feel the same way, Hannah. All right, so that's going to be it for the Laker Hand Show. Thank you so much, Laker Dad, for joining me for our first playoff game in seven years. How exciting. Very exciting. It was, a, it was an exciting game. I mean, once you got all those fouls out of the way. It was a pretty exciting and, and close game. Yeah, you know, I mean, we are we are being a little bit melancholy just because we're a little bit disappointed, but it really was an exciting game. It was a close game throughout. Like I said, you know, we were screaming the whole time. We were, you know, stomach was in knots and stuff. So it really was a good game. Just was, of course, you know, we're disappointed because the Lakers didn't come up with the win, as I'm sure you guys are at home. But anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for all of your positive feedback and all of your support on all these podcasts. Really glad you're enjoying all of them. And I I will be back Thursday night after the game with Laker Dad. Thank you guys. Until next time, Laker Hand is out. Bye, guys.